Hey everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. Uh, today on the show, we are kicking off Christ- the Christmas season. Yay! Uh, we, love, we love the Christmas season. I got a surprise. I got a surprise. Keep talking. Okay, Garrett has a surprise for us. Merry Christmas early. You know, we always do Halloween. We just wrapped that up a couple months ago. That's true. This year we're doing Christmas. Um, slightly differently, though, because we're not going to spend all month on Christmas like we have uh, last year. No, we got When we did special. Home Alone, Santa Claus. What else? Love Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually and the Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, he yeah you guys did even the Christmas here. Chronicles last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is the show I was any a, of us. I was a fan back then. So this year, um, we're going to do two Christmas movies. Yay. The first one we're talking about today is uh, Noel. Noel. Which was just released... Um, in the beginning of November on Disney Plus, the new streaming service from them, uh, starring Anna Kendrick, uh, Bill Hader, Billy Eichner, Shirley MacLaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about that. It's not a sequel, but the rules are off during the holidays. And yeah. to celebrate, yeah, what do you got? We going to drink eggnog. Oh, oh, hello. I don't know how David feels about eggnog. Is this non-alcoholic eggnog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-alcoholic it's non-alcoholic eggnog. just Brahms eggnog. All right, we'll get into some non- more non-alcoholic <laughs> eggnog next week. <laughs> yeah. Does everybody like eggnog? No. Cool. Honestly, <laughs> good answer. Honestly, I'm kidding. never at it. So you never had eggnog. Don't give him a big glass. This will yeah, be a fascinating. I'll let you give him a yeah, 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 give him a like a. He said no, didn't he? Too bad he's drinking it. No, I'm kidding. I do like eggnog. You want a tester? Like how like you know how like real like drunks take their whiskey in the movies where it's yeah. like just an inch of it, you know? Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> it's like a little tiny bit and then they go yeah. a little more. Just to like a make sure you like a Wolverine. make sure there's enough slop there. It's like, like melting it's like the bottom of a milkshake. It is like less than a milkshake. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've had eggnog before. It's been a minute since I've had eggnog, but I've never had Brahms eggnog. It's good it's the best. And it does Brahms, if you want to sponsor us for our Christmas episodes. I'll tell you what, it's not bad. It kinda tastes it kinda smells like paint thinner though. I don't, I don't know about that. I've not, I've not smelt a lot of paint thinner in my day. Well, you've never been a painter. <laughs> it's not a, not a recreational habit I keep up with there. You know, I had a very interesting life in the early 2000s. Well, do you want you want a full glass or are you good there? No, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not too bad, though. That's not as bad good. as I would have yeah. imagined. No, it's pretty good. Well, it's a lot more milkshake than it is eggnog. The, the, the name is deceiving. Yeah, because I assumed it would taste like eggs. It doesn't. It's no. not very eggy. No. It's yummy, though. Ugh. Anyway. It's cool. Quit smelling it. <laughs> it smells bad. I'm going to take this away from you. I know how you work. Yeah. You know so does everybody um, have a word to describe Noel? I didn't actually come up with a word this week. i got to think of one. Uh-oh. Well, then, uh, does someone else want to start? Surprising. Okay. Andrew found it surprising. I just said delightful. Delightful. I found it Cute. And uh, in the same vein, I'll say quaint. Mm. Quaint. <laughs> so good words all around. I think you can keep it on the table. You don't have to like <laughs> put it down to, there. Nah, just put it down put there. Put it down there in kicking range down there. Not for me. I control my feet. Yeah. I found it quite, I found it quaint. So uh, uh, this, the loose story for anybody who hasn't checked out checked it out yet on Disney Plus yeah, is that... Um, Anna Kendrick is the daughter of Santa Claus. Her big brother Nick has uh, more or less been destined since uh, his young age to be the successor to Santa Claus. In this version of Santa Claus's story, Santa Claus is passed down through family lines, much like the uh, English monarchy, and uh, eventually gets down to uh, uh, Nick, played by Bill Hader, 
And uh, Anna Kendrick is sort of uh, playing a, uh, the sister of Santa Claus who doesn't really know what her purpose in all of it is and tries to just do her best to keep everybody in good spirits. Uh, her brother, Bill, uh, is super stressed out by the idea of being Santa Claus, Santa Claus and under some very... Uh, Bill? I it, thought his name was Nick. Nick, sorry. Uh, under some very innocent uh, uh, advice, goes to Phoenix Arezina and... Of all the places you could go. And uh, Phoenix. Hey, he gets way into him. yoga. Yeah. And uh, the whole story, basically, the, 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 the inciting incident becomes uh, Anna Kendrick's character, Noel, going to Phoenix to retrieve her brother before Christmas is ruined. That's right. Um, yeah, that pretty much nails the basic plot. So, it's always hard to start off a conversation about a movie when we all enjoyed it so much and found it so delightful. Because this is not a... This movie is, I think you could tell from our words at least, pretty good. We all yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, it's no oh. Casablanca. <laughs> so it's not, it's no, not like, like some... Or Lawrence of Arabia. Right, yeah. so it's not like something yeah. that you can like... It's no Citizen Kane. You can't deep dive into the <laughs> themes of it. You can no. only like kind of talk about what's what's fun about it. Yeah. No, so, it's, it's really carried by sentiment and yeah, the star yes. power of Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. And Bill, both Bills. He's surprisingly not in it as much as I thought. Well, the whole point is that he's not there. Well, that's I mean, that's <laughs> fair. But also, like, Shirley MacLaine's in it. She's pretty well known for mm-hmm. Andrew's people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a big star when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in your 20s or whenever this was. I know. Sometimes I forget how old you really are. <laughs> I am a healthy 23. Good. But... Yeah, it's the movie's infected with uh, Anna Kendrick's charm, and it and that's I think the one of the bigger takeaways. Like you said, it's hard to talk about a movie when we all kind of was good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're just gonna end up nitpicking the mediocre elements. I don't even have much to nitpick just because. No. Why? I, what's the point really of yeah. nitpicking a movie that's really just exists kind of to bring you a sense of holiday cheer? If it can do that. Then it's hard to nitpick at that point. I yeah, think. the 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 only thing I will say, if, if I had to say anything at all, is that I did find the plot pretty predictable. It is, but yeah, but like you could nitpick that. But yeah, I mean, it, that's if you think about it for a second. Most, if not all, Christmas not all Christmas movies, but most Christmas movies are kind of like this, mm-hmm. and and you know that. It really just finds a charm well, and, and just who's playing them and just how funny they are. Because they could be bad Christmas movies. If you could insult anything about it is that it's like kind of a ripoff of Elf. <laughs> That's what I was yeah, thinking. I, well, was like, it, to, is, to an extent, it like kind of is. It, it really pulls from a lot of inspirations. A little yeah. bit Elf. You could say a little bit The Santa Claus with yeah. Tim Allen. You could say a little bit mm-hmm. uh, probably what... Uh, Fred Claus, I don't know. Uh, um, is it Fred Claus? He's the brother of Santa I don't, Claus. Yeah, yeah something like that. Claus, so yeah. you know, it draws from a lot of different places, but tells a, a you know a pretty nice little new story. Like you said, it doesn't reinvent the wheel. No. It's not anything anything uh, groundbreaking. No, but it's I, fun. What I told like? Josh earlier that uh, I judge Christmas movies on a different scale than I do regular movies because Christmas movies only exist to bring happiness and, and funness. Like they're not always solid movies. Uh, but if they do bring you joy and happiness and you're just like, oh, that was nice. That's you walk away with a, yeah, Christmas kind of a feeling. Then it did its job and this one did its job. I walked away thinking, oh, that was very nice. Uh, it made, I got teary-eyed a couple times. It did. It, got, it, it hit you in the strings a little bit. Yeah. Um, I said, So there's a part where um, Noel meets a, uh, 
a little girl who is deaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Noelle suddenly realizes she has the ability to, to speak sign language. Yeah. Which she didn't have. Uh, she slowly reveals her powers over time. And the little girl tells her all she wants for Christmas is, is for her mom to get a job. Yeah. Because she doesn't have work right now. And her mom, like, ah, that's okay. We should be going. Yeah. And I said out loud at that point, oh, man, this movie is going to make me cry already. Yeah. It's a real, there's some really good, like, nuggets of, of stuff that is kind of n- different and interesting. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's inheriting Santa Claus's powers. I, I guess to, to, to spoil a bit of the ending, uh, you know, she becomes Santa Claus. She becomes the first female right, Santa Claus. Right. And so, like, I don't think they've ever really... I don't think I can think of another Christmas movie where they messed with Santa Claus knowing all languages, except for maybe Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Because that had a part... At least the at least the, 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 the remake with Matilda, uh-huh. that one had uh, him talking with a girl who, had, who was deaf. Uh-huh. Um, and she uh, just knows when people are nice and, and good. And so yeah. there's a lot of fun. Yeah, see, this is what this, this is something that we can nitpick as far as like the lineage of Santa. So, the, to my, you, one would be led to believe if you follow the timeline of how Santa is passed down from person to person in this is that they inherit said magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a like royal family it's situation. Right. It's so, like the X gene. Right. But like he doesn't have it. <laughs> so at some point in time you got to go he ain't got it. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have the magic. The magic's not going to him. Mm-hmm. Why are you still forcing him to be Santa if if no other Santa at any point in time had this issue? Maybe you go, mm, we got to rethink this plan. Well, they did. That's the point of the movie. Yeah, but they really were resistant to it. But yeah. that's the point of the movie. They react to it pretty late. That's, I don't, I don't think you could nitpick that because the point... No, I can't. A whole lot because... of the point of it is that is that traditions don't aren't good just because they're traditions. Right. That's why they break through. But at that's some point, point in time, Bill or Nick, think? Nick was like, I don't want to do this. And if no other Santa had ever been like, I don't want to do this, maybe they should have been like, oh... You think Something's sh- different with this guy. We should see this and not just keep going with it. I think they should have caught it before yeah. Nick was close they put to like themselves, 42 years old. Yeah, they put themselves Well, they should have, but Nick never said that. Yeah. But he, he never was, said that. They he just he was always bad. He he was going through training since he was a kid. And even whenever he was like going, like you would think that if he's going through the training, yeah. you would go, oh, he's real bad. Maybe he's not quite up to major league level. He's just going to sure. be a lifetime minor leaguer. But it didn't matter because at the time they believed it was a lineage thing. Yeah. And it is a but lineage thing. But it clearly thing. wasn't. That's my no, but point. It, but it is. <laughs> oh, because here, it just went to I a different could, sibling. And, and, and even, even Santa kind of yes, says like, it. You're not right. right. No, I am. <laughs> no, Because they wanted it to be Bill the whole time. Santa, during the training of Nick, should have been like, you're not cutting it. Let's see if she can do but it. That's because he can clearly see that he's not done a good job. But Garrett, they cover you. Okay. Yes, they cover you like because what happens is... All this is, stuff is covered. Santa covers it for you in one line because he says, it it will fit you when you fit it. And it never fit which, him. I know, which means... He, it never fit but him. But he basically says... It doesn't ever seem like you're going to be Santa until it works. When Santa so, died, like, he's just assuming he ne- it never fit him. It will work at some point. No. And everybody else is just assuming it's going to work at some point. He's no. Santa's son. But he's, he's gonna, only been Santa for six months. Got it. No. No. Not working for me. You're not right here. No. I, if, you're gonna, just if you're going to nitpick no. something, nitpick what I'm going to nitpick, which is the CGI is a little bit not great. And the film seems unfinished. I, the, the, I agree. I think... I think the best CG in terms of the animals is probably Snow Cone, yeah. and it's because he's a little bit more cartoonish and animated. Those regular reindeer, 
Well, they looked like was they looked like they looked like they've aged. Like like the CGI has aged, yeah. even though it didn't come out. Yeah, it looked like a, a you know car commercial yeah. CGI. It was not f- quite great. Yeah, not quite finished. Um, and the 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 the, the uh, outlet mall where they spent a lot of this movie mm-hmm. also just straight up looked like a set. Like mm-hmm. it's not. It did, I was not pulled in very well, and there was quite a few green screen. Obvious green screen elements like, when they were like driving through yeah. the town, and it was kind of like it took me out of the movie for a moment. But I was also like, "Yeah, but it's, you know, I'm watching it on a streaming service. It's you know, it's not the end of the world." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was always intended for a streaming service. It was. I think it was intended for theaters eventually, and somewhere along the line, I think they decided it wasn't yeah. probably good enough for theaters. They first announced That's it. That's my assumption. In uh, 2017. Is what I got here, and they were gonna put it. In, it was supposed to release November eighth of this year, um, but they said they announced in February that it would be on Disney Plus, or they announced it that it wasn't gonna be in theaters, and they didn't make an announcement until they made the Disney Plus announcement. It was one or the other. Yeah, I don't remember. Whenever they announced Disney Plus, they announced Noel was going on there. Yeah, and we we've seen a lot of times, I think, or at least sometimes in the past, when a movie was intended for theaters and then bought by a streamer, mm-hmm. it's usually because they didn't think it would make money at the box office. And I think this would have done okay. It might have done okay. But I don't think it would have done... I mean, like we, we've already talked about, I don't know if there's anything that would have drawn people here to the movie. I'd go see anything with Anna Kendrick. And some people would, but would a lot of people. You put you put Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader in a movie, I'm going to see it. And plus, Disney's already like kind of got the competition set out for the Christmas season. Like, you know, they've got Frozen 2, and they've got Star Wars coming out in, Dece- in late November in, into December. So, like, That's Noel true. didn't there's really a, stand much chance against Disney's own competition. There, there's a there's a question to be asked of if Frozen 2 would have just taken all of Noel's money. Yeah. Probably. Probably mm-hmm. just competing with itself. And on, on the streaming service, it's, it's a worthwhile, uh, you know, original film mm-hmm. on the streaming service. This is the first original film I'm pretty sure I've watched. I watched some of the documentaries and series on Disney+. Plus. But this is the first original film I've watched. I haven't checked out like Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, I, I think this and Lady and the Tramp are the only two original movies they launched with, right? Pretty sure, but I mean, I could. I have to look at it again. This one looks way better than Lady and the Tramp does. I haven't tried that. I kind of really I, I, want, I want to, and I, I'm going to probably watch the original. And then, but yeah. like we were saying, what do you guys? Okay, so let's actually talk about the cast. Let's talk about how we think about the actual performances. What okay. did you guys think of Anna Kendrick? Uh, she's as as charming as ever. Really, I mean, she's just not doing anything different here than she does. In a lot of other movies, and it works. I thought she stole the show. Stole the show, but it was her Can't show. Can't steal the show from your show. <laughs> it was her show, though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I no, rocked back. No, that's fine. Good no, job. No, Good I, job, kid. No, I just thought she was just... I, I thought it was. I thought she was just charming in it. Yeah. In. Yeah, she was super charming. Yeah. She's delightful. Would you like yeah, to say always. she was charming too? No, I'll say delightful because that's my word. What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite? Because she had a lot of she had a lot of fun stuff in this. What was your favorite thing with her? I had, for you, it has to be her saying yogurt pants. <laughs> Did you see it on my notes? No, I didn't know you. <laughs> I just know you. Yeah, whoa! Well, I knew that yogurt. Nailed it. I knew yogurt. Freaking nailed it. I knew yogurt pants was a joke that Garrett would laugh at. I did quite enjoy the yogurt <laughs> pants. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I also enjoyed all of the. Uh, the Christmas puns that they use in regular... Oh, my garland. Garbage. Oh, my garland. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. um, <laughs> when you found out that her dad was Santa Claus, she was, and he came home from work uh-huh. and kissed Mrs. Claus, and she was like, I see mommy kissing Santa Claus. I was like, I like ah, that's clever. I see what you did there. I like, <laughs> I like that later in the movie she referenced 
Christmas mornings, and she said that she always said, "I see mommy kissing Santa." Yeah. Claus. like she did it every year. Yeah. And I bet her. She favorite, thought that was a great joke. Yeah, just crack it out every year. Here we go. Nobody laughs. I also really enjoyed uh, in the courthouse when they were trying to call the order, and they they were like, "Silent night," and then "Rest ye merry gentlemen." Both of those were pretty funny. What about you, Andrew? Do you have any favorite parts? Uh, Lines, jokes. Whenever they kept, whenever they kept cracking the uh, the gavel, and they just and eat it because it's like a peppermint. Kept eating it. It's like a peppermint gavel that they keep breaking in pieces. Yeah. Um, I thought Shirley MacLaine. If there's anybody who stole the show, I thought. <laughs> you just gotta keep telling me everyone stole the show. Oh yeah. Until you get to one that makes sense. Yeah. Shirley McLean really stole the show. Oh, for, for me. God's sakes! I really like Shirley McLean in this. I told you, you I kind of your childhood crush, right? I kind of thought personally. <laughs> I kind of thought Shirley McLean was a bit on rails in this performance. It was. It didn't really seem like. I feel like they kind of wasted having Shirley McLean because mm-hmm. it's like it's just kind of like I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're. Saying, I don't know what to say. You're saying she, she was, did the opposite of stealing. The opposite the show. of stealing the show. If anything, she 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 kept the show. <laughs> she kept the show. From being cooler, but I like I, I like the fact that she was in it. But yeah, it was, yeah, she's nice to see. I can't with you. The ghost of Shirley McLean. <laughs> you know what? I can't. You know what? I can't with him. You are a strange man. You like <laughs> you the, heard it here first. You like the, the I remember Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. There was a specific moment where you goes. It was nice to see Sylvester Stallone in it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it he was, was that. Why? Why? <laughs> Just because you like old people in movies who are there for two minutes. He had nothing to do. Well, he had something to do with the movie. Oh man, I can't but, wait like, till next week. His performance was not worthy of. It was really nice to see him in that. He did a great job. He said ten words. I didn't say he did in a, a post-credit job. scene. Jesus, yeah. I bet you really liked uh, like the guy who was playing uh, playing the lead elf, who kept eating uh, eating the stuff because yeah. he was like on uh, he was like on silver spoons or some nonsense. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know about that, but he's actually the he's the he's the he's the gun he's the gun toting guy from Tremors. Did you ever see that? I did not see Tremors. Yeah, Tremors is great. He's the guy. Yeah, he's Burt Gummer. Yeah, he's Burt Gummer. See what I mean? I'm not making this shit up. Strange man. That was that's my pity. That was Burt Gummer. Stop it. Nobody knows who that is, but you. Yeah, Brett Gummer. No, No, that's not his real name. That's the character. That's the character's name. Is Burt Gummer? The actors. The actors. Um, you would know. You watch uh, How I Met Your Mother. Character's name. He's Ted's dad on How I Met Your Mother. That's. I knew I recognized him when I saw him. I was like, I know this guy. How? Somebody go get me some spikes. So my favorite part of Noel. What did you like a lot? (laughs) My favorite running joke. Was every kid wanting an iPad? Yeah, they'd, they'd like want something really like that. One kid wanted like, what do you want? Like his family to come live with them or something? And then he yeah. goes, and an iPad, yeah, and an iPad. And the little deaf girl goes, I want my mom to have a job and, and an, an iPad. iPad. And eventually, Anna Kendrick's just like, yeah, and an iPad. And an iPad. All the kids uh, want iPads. See, now I thought that that was an element of how some of the writing to this seemed like they wrote it twelve years ago because <laughs> like the iPad thing and. Some of the like the jokes that like Gabe makes about like being like a real Amazon style company, it seemed like it seemed like they like had a bunch of jokes that were down like Santa Claus online delivery service. Log that away for future Christmas movie. <laughs> Every kid wants an iPad regardless of actual need, you know. And because uh, they do the thing too at the beginning of the movie where she gives him like three photos and he's like, yeah. she looks like she likes guitars. How about a new guitar? And she's like, no iPad. And yeah, like, here's a guy with he's covered in his uh, sports tickets, uh, iPad. Just everybody wants iPads. It feels like does everybody really want iPads anymore? I feel like I don't know. Even. That's a good question. I think that could be a dated joke. Mm-hmm. The Amazon Prime one, I think, works. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's especially with their own delivery. Service. And that's what I liked. So 
when Nick disappears, uh, the council decides that the next Santa should be the next male in line uh, because they think that the, I don't know, the Christmas Constitution or whatever it's called yeah. says that when in fact it doesn't. Doesn't say anything about it. Doesn't say anything about it. But they think it does at that time. So they enlist Cousin Gabe to be Santa, played by Billy Eichner. Who really, if you think about it, stole the show. He just I really, think he Billy just Eichner really stole, stole the, the show. show. Really stole the show. <laughs> he did. Um, if anything, if you if you follow Billy Eichner at all, he's also a bit subdued in this movie. Yeah, that's what I, that's what was one of, that was one of my notes. It's I would have liked to have seen more Billy. It seemed like, yeah, he was trying to like do a different type of performance because yeah. he was like not the Billy Eichner we know where he was just like right. yelling and, and... He was showing his acting range. Yeah, he had so, some real range in this. Well, you know, he's got Oscar buzz for Timon. Does he really? For what? Very, very little, but oh. yes, he does actually. Wow. For well, I mean, wow. good for him, but I mean, wow. he should get it for this. Billy Eichner. It's not serious. For what now? I can't. What the actual... Oh, movie? I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <laughs> I re- okay, all right. <laughs> what else could it have been? I, I don't know. <laughs> but tell me more about Brett Gummer. <laughs> Bert. 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 Tell me more about an obscure character from a Tremors movie. Yeah, at first. But you can't think of of what possible huge role Billy Eichner played in a massive blockbuster film this year. To be fair, this is the first time Andrew's ever heard of or seen Billy Eichner. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's new. You were here the other day day when we were watching uh, uh, Billy on the Street. Oh, him. He thought yeah, it was Billy guy. Crystal. <laughs> All right. This is getting too Andrew. Where's Whoopi? You know. All right. Sorry, Andrew. <sighs> so the point is that Billy Eichner is cousin Gabe. Right. And he's he's taking the Santa role. And he's a much more like, almost like a dictator Santa from the perspective of like a techie. Yeah. He wants everything streamlined and efficient. Algorithm. Algorithms are, yeah. will be used to determine not only what a child wants, but if a child has been good or bad. And then an online delivery drone service will deliver all the presents so they don't have to deal with it. Yeah. And it gets really off the rails when his algorithm decides that only like 2,000 kids in the whole world were actually good this year. Right. And uh, the former Mrs. Claus is like, ah, he's not. We got to stop this guy. Yeah. You got to get Nick and bring him back. Yeah, you guys got to get back up here because Nick's great. Gabe's ruining it. Great, uh, great Gabe. Such a Gabe thing to do. It is a very Gabe. <laughs> Gabe great from Gabe the office type. Listen, I'll tell you what, though. Gabe Claus. If Santa partnered up with Amazon, that would, I mean, that's just efficient. Like, you think about it from a perspective. Like, Santa can go do his, like, you know, he can pick, like, a a country and do that country for that year. And then he just rotates because, like, that boy's got to be tired. That's a long thing. Santa can do the press tour version where he's, like, going, making appearances, you know, making deliveries along the way. I just want to make it easier for that. But a bunch of Amazon drones handle the He's worked hard for thousands of years. I want to break into Santa. Or 20, depending on... I want to dig into Santa as a concept for a minute here. 20, depending on how the young, the the last one died. Maybe I'll remember from the Christmas Chronicles better. But this movie and the Santa Claus... While they address a lot of issues that Santa faces magically, don't face how he hits all those houses in like the twelve hours of nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I feel like the Christmas Chronicles did, and Didn't I can't it, like, slow down time or something like that. I had something. I feel like that. it did, and not enough movies tackle how he does that, or yeah. she in this movie. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, they definitely show how that she like when he when he, she goes into the air. There's like a little computer on the dash that shows like you're going here and then she like goes up in the clouds for like one second and then it's like okay you're here mm-hmm. so there's like a teleportation component mm-hmm. uh for like long-term travel 
Who knows? Mm-hmm. So we don't know how how Santa's magic works in real life. I mean, not in he, real life. He's in mysterious ways, you know. We can only go from mm-hmm. movies. But through se- the, like, I, there's I feel like there's been a change in perception lately because like for a long time, well, that's not true. Do we think that Santa is a magical being who lives forever, or do we think that it passes down, like like the Santa Claus, for example, or is it a lineage type thing, or how do we think Santa works? I would like to think that maybe he passes down. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he's in it. I think he's an immortal mutant. An immortal mutant. Yeah. yeah no, I think that's wrong. Yeah, well, that's that's the Marvel comics, so I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he's an he's an X Man. Because they get into a lot of this about Who how once wielded the Infinity Stones. Anyway, we get into a lot of and and the reason that I brought up the the whole lineage thing is for me it didn't work in this movie because they're talking about all of this magic and all of the stuff that Santa is able to do, and for me that should stuff that if that's not in, I mean, it is inherent, but you shouldn't just assume that it's going to go to the guy. And they always have. Santa's always perceived as a man. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's never had. Maybe Santa's have never had daughters before. I, I guess that's possible. But I mean, like, why would you just be like, put them both in training as your kid, and then whoever has that magic gets to be Santa? And if it is the first male heir or whatever, if that's what the Constitution, the Christmas Constitution says, then you can have it. But she had it, and it skipped a generation, so, mm-hmm. like, that seems to be the smartest way to handle it. It does seem to be the smartest way to handle it, but what you're uh, forgetting is that that's how the real world operates. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> so that is, uh, that's where that comes from, and I think that's why this has such a good little message in there yeah. about yeah. tradition is not right just because it's tradition. Yeah. Sometimes you need to open your mind a little bit and see that there was never a reason to have the male... Yeah. Uh, do it all the time, if especially if one of the female siblings had more powers, right? And it's and it, and it puts and the a, drive, and you know, and it puts an unnecessary pressure on on Nick. He yeah, talks he didn't about, really want it. He didn't necessarily want to do that. So it's like his feelings aren't being considered, her feelings aren't being considered, yep. and then like in the bigger picture, the the actual uh, abilities aren't really being considered. They're just being assumed. Let's well, assume, yeah. you know, well, Nick will figure it out eventually. It'll it'll start happening for him. We don't know how the Santa magic works. It just works for this one group of people, and we're all yeah. elves. And for a long time, Noelle doesn't even realize, really, that she's... She didn't realize that she's, she's developing it. her powers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I don't know why I can I can speak uh, sign language. I don't know yeah. why I can Which do this. Which she should have, because she know that Santa book from front to back. She went over it with Nick a lot. And yeah, so she should have recognized it. She did, but she's been uh, programmed to believe that she can't <clears throat> do it. So... Can I have like a? This is another kind of nitpick element. Yeah. I feel like the the big point in the movie towards the end is that she's going to be Santa Claus. There's going to be a woman Santa Claus. Yeah. I kind of feel like they should have gotten to that way sooner. I feel like the movie's a little overlong in having her go and get Nick and have all this you... experience. I feel like they should have really figured out that that it that seems to me like the unique is yeah. the most well. You can't have something be more unique. That feels to me like the unique element of this movie is that she's Santa. You wanted to see her be Santa longer, I guess. Yeah, like okay. well, like she, like Makes instead sense. of having Gabe go through the, like there, you know, have this whole crisis with Gabe taking over, she should have like assumed the role herself sooner, I think, and said, "I'm going to try to find," and then you know, and then maybe she can run across Nick another way. I just feel like the movie took a long time to have her and her go find Nick, and then she's Santa Claus for like twelve minutes. Yeah. Like it's not like. And for something that feels like it should be kind of like, hey, this is like a progressive, groundbreaking concept, female Santa Claus, it's just kind of like, yeah, 
that's it. That's uh, that's you know the, how the movie ends and she's Santa now and now, but we don't have time to really get into that. So we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. I see what you're saying, and I think I mean I think what the problem is mm-hmm. is it kind of fits the movie fits into the the cookie cutter model of a Christmas movie where a Christmas mm-hmm. movie ends with Christmas. Mm-hmm. They don't really usually keep going after, and so for this movie to end with Christmas, it has to peak or whatever with her becoming Santa. So I think it's more of a problem with the model. Yeah, I they think they tried to follow. I the think mold. yeah, they they wanted to have this this rescue story or her learn some kind of like important lesson while looking for Nick, but it kind of built up to this drama that Nick ultimately is unimportant to more or less. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, like getting Nick back is like the only thing that getting Nick back does is is allow him to basically give his blessing for her to be Santa Claus. Well, there are a lot there are a few convoluted yeah, things there, like yeah. throughout the whole movie she was um, set up as someone who really didn't take care of herself, but that was never really shown. Mm-hmm. Like she was always seemed like she had a lot of drive and wanted to do more, right. but everyone else was like stunting her and preventing her from doing something more mm-hmm. than what she wanted to do. But and but like whenever she was going to find Nick, Polly was like, "You got you." princess clean up after yourself blah blah she's never really presented that kind of air of like a helpless person who can't do anything right and then also at the first little tribunal or whatever they had polly was like it never says anywhere in the christmas constitution that it has to be a man and everyone just kind of dismissed her and then when they brought it to the end and nick was like she should be Santa. Then all of a sudden, the guy was like, "Yeah, it never says in there that it can't yeah. be a thing." In, in the end, like, it is still a, what? just men yeah. deciding what can be done, and that sucks. But right, but like they wouldn't have given it to <laughs> they, her. At least until, they got to the right yeah. thing eventually. They wouldn't have given it to Noel until Nick came back and was exactly like, she came back. Yeah, but so that's why. But they acted like they knew the whole time, which I it, it just it was weird. So well, I feel like that's what I mean. Women is knew it, the whole time. Yeah, I feel like they could. She could have rescued Nick faster, gotten back, and they could have made that decision. And there could have been more yeah, story elements put into her becoming Santa. Because if it took Nick, if it took Nick. 30 plus years to almost get good enough to be Santa. So, you know, to the point where they're like, well, he's not very good, but we're confident sending him out. Like, but she's going to do it having not trained almost at all. Like, I don't know. It, it just seems like the, the, the story could have been more focused on her becoming Santa Claus and less on finding Nick and having this relationship with this, I, I guess for lack of a better word, love interest. Um, played by some guy. I don't really. I didn't. I didn't bother writing down his name. Yeah, I, and I wanted to talk about that next. Let's talk. Because while about, that was a f- cute story, I don't yeah. feel like it was that big. Deal. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Jake and Alex. Jake is a private eye that Noel um, kind of falls into hiring mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. find her brother Nick. And Jake is his, or Alex is his son. Right. Um, he's kind of playing the single dad role right now because his he's divorced from his ex wife and yeah. she's got. A new husband, and he's trying to figure out how to be a father to his son in that weird family dynamic. And he's got Noel, the Santa elf, to help him. Yeah, and he's not really big on Christmas, but she really changes his opinions. Yes. Yeah, so did uh, what did that what did that storyline add? Do we think? I think it added a little bit of depth of character because um, one of the thing. <laughs> Like to try to find out like what, try to find out like what uh, the little boy, I don't know what is his name, Alex. Alex. Like Alex is trying. It, I I liked Alex because he was sweet 
and he was sweet because... And he liked to cook. Yeah, I mean, he liked to cook, but like... He's a kid chef. Uh, the dad was... Chef Junior. The dad was trying to like... Master Chef Junior. He was he was making food. Mm-hmm. He's making food, and Alex was just like, well, I don't like it, but I'll eat it because yeah. my dad His food it. is trash. The eggs are rubbery. The waffles are hard. The pancakes are bouncy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she... Noel Noel no, ate a ate a bite of it. She was like, "These are not bad." <laughs> just spit them out. Yeah. What do you think, Gary? What do you think of that whole storyline? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I really didn't. Yeah, with David like, on that one. No, it was fine. Like whatever. It was nice to see her interact with the kids. It just set up another dynamic with the kid. Um, <clears throat> to help, like I don't know. I don't I, think from from it, from, it, it, it wasn't necessary. I don't think. What it, it add, what it added was was a element of humanity. Yeah. Right. And. The Christmas spirit, right? Yeah. It, through it, non-magical beings. Yeah, it added a bit of like. I, I don't think it was unnecessary. In the way that Zoe Deschanel is an elf, this is his kind of role. You know, she's she's uber Christmas, like ever mm-hmm. all about Christmas. He's a little more cynical. He's a little bit more world weary. They kind of educate each other on some things. Yeah, and you know, it's it, it just kind of feels a little bit run of the mill as it far is. as like a Christmas story uh, component. I agree, but. Uh, you know, I, I I just feel like I don't know. It felt like that was most of the movie. It also it laid, was a lot of it. Yeah. yeah, it also laid the groundwork for her to be able to realize that she has those powers exactly because she doesn't know anything about this world. Uh, there's the, one of the first meetings like he needs a phone, and she's going around asking people to borrow a phone, and then she sees somebody standing far off into the distance, and it's like he'll let you borrow a phone. Matt Batista. Matt Batista will let you borrow this phone. Dunna. And then Dunna. he does, Dunna. and then she goes and checks the list, and uh, sure enough, he is nice. So it, that kind of laid the groundwork for there. But He's also Buddhist. Mm-hmm. He is a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. Buddhist. I also like the uh, whenever she's trying to go around and she's being Santa, goes down the chimney of the Jewish family, and they're sitting there eating Chinese food. That was my favorite scene. And, and they're just like, <laughs> we're Jewish. And she's like, sorry. <laughs> just goes back up the chimney. That's pretty funny. That's another element that, like, it, it's it's great that it was Anna Kendrick because she had she, I don't know it, she yeah. like the way she handled it was just very like, yeah. and just like sneaks off back up the chimney like the, it can't be undersold how much fun Anna, Anna Kendrick is in this movie. She's great. It's a vehicle pretty much just for her and she yeah. drives it well. I cried again when she went down the chimney and all the kids and their oh, parents were there yeah, with the, the deaf girl mm-hmm. and they all went thank you santa thank you santa and she got to like take in this moment of of realizing she is santa claus yeah yep. and i went and these kids tears. these kids little recognize tears. her as santa They're, yeah they no, don't even care not like that little french brat like yeah. one kid said santa's a boy or yeah. something like yeah. that. yeah you are not santa <laughs> and then she yelled back in french uh. <laughs> good for her and then a dog attacked uh. <laughs> what I was going to say. Never mind. Keep going, keep going. Excellent point, good sir. My bad. Um, that's a, that's, uh, yeah. That's uh, a you know point. who I think really stole the show? <laughs> Ron Funches. Ron Funches. Ron Funches. I didn't anything, realize. I needed more Ron Funches. I know, I didn't realize it was Ron Funches until literally the last scene where you get a close up uh, of his face. Yeah. I was like, no, that's Ron Funches. There's another running gig throughout the movie where this but it's like Santa Elf Carolers where something's going on and they're just in the back singing whatever's happening and at the end of the movie uh, Santa's gone and they don't have hope for a Santa and they're all singing and Ron Funches is just riffing off of it oh it's yeah, brilliant going, we miss you Santa he's great we wish you come back all this he stuff. should have had a bigger part he's 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 my, really funny my wife is a big fan have. of the uh, Santa's helpers I think is what they called them 
the the elves, and uh, yeah, she laughed a lot during this. This is a good this is a good movie for her. She loves snow cone. She yeah. wanted to pet reindeer for like the entire movie after he showed up. So who doesn't love snow cone? He's such a cute. Little he got guy. to he got to lead the sleigh too. Yeah, he, he did. did. He looked snow very cone. happy about it. He I'm couldn't, but he tried. He did. He tried. I felt legitimately sad when they had to, when she left him behind, and he was like. I know. All I could think about was my dog. I was like, "Oh man, this was like every time." Little snow cone just wants to go. But like I so like I said, we both we all love the movie. Yeah. But if you really want to start like looking into the into like the, the more mediocre elements, you can really right. like find some stuff to talk about. You can, it's, but it's fun. Dumb. It's and a nice like, fun movie. Yeah, right. That's why I say I judge Christmas movies on a different scale. Yeah. They don't have to be Oscar worthy. They're not gonna be. They're just here to this put one a little is though happiness in your heart. This one. Is but is it cool. cinema? I would give Anna Kendrick a. <laughs> Oscar for this? I'd she should have won the last anything. time she was nominated. She should have. But is it cinema, Garrett? Yes. I don't know. We'll have to ask Scorsese that. Yeah, one. I know. <laughs> does it go Christmas movie cinema? Does it go in a cinema? Does it challenge you? Does it go in a cinema? Does is it, it play in a cinema? It's cinema. The end. <laughs> this one uh, did not play in a cinema. That's true. So maybe it's not cinema. <laughs> it's no? not. It's streaming. Bested. I don't know. Streaming. Bested. <laughs> Yeah, if anything. That's my favorite question to ask every time I see a movie now. But, but is, is it cinema? cinema? Alright, I had fun. Thanks, is it Marty. cinnamon? But is it cinnamon? No. No. Okay, All right, so, let's get to uh, the, yeah. yeah, we can't talk about box office, so nope. we're gonna skip that. Who's it? Who's... I tried to see it's if there... It's me! We're all thrown off, so all right, is it you? It's okay. me. I tried to see if there were streaming yeah, I mean, numbers that I could find, but there's not. Yeah, I'm Disney will tell us that. Or... I wish Disney would. I don't have... That would make them a lot cooler. No one does. Like, none of them does. I've just been staying. Really, that would make them a lot cooler than Netflix if they gave us streaming numbers. I'm assuming... I still have seen it, I'm guessing it's not good. I'm guessing it's middling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like... I don't think it's like twelve. It's like no, but it's I not going to be at seventy. Either. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like you know, oh, ninety-two really? percent. I think it's Damn. probably just above the threshold of fresh. So, by the way, if this is the first time you may, <laughs> if you're a, if you're a Disney Plus fan and you're just looking for people to review Disney Plus stuff, you might be new. This is a Rotten Tomatoes game where we look <laughs> oh, up the Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, Garrett is now has the score in hand, and the three of us we're going to guess. You can guess at home. See if you can get this. Uh, you know, art. Do you think like a movie critic? So my guess, I'm going to go dead center and say 50. I'm going to go for 61. Mm, very close to the Yeah, I'm in the 60s, too. I'm going to say 65. 65. I feel like it's probably... What's the fresh... What's the fresh 59... Limit? 60 59? is the, when it's fresh. Okay. 59 is the okay. first rotten. I don't think I don't think it's dropped into rotten. I don't think it'll be rotten. I do. So, Unfortunately. 65, 50, 50, and 61. The always charming Anna Kendrick does her best, but Noel's progressive take on a timeless tale is unfortunately subdued. Oh, yeah, that's a rotten movie. Yeah. Oh, boy. I would go 55. 55. I'm going mm, to mm, lower to 45. 45. You said 55? Yep. Yeah. You said forty five. And I'll stick I'll stick optimistic and say like sixty two percent. Sixty three percent. I'll say sixty two. Sixty two percent. I think sixty two forty five. What'd you say? 55? I think it's just about to dump over that popcorn bucket. The winner of the Christmas gift of having to do the Rotten Tomato score game next week is Josh, because this movie is at forty three. Oh man. Yeah. 
and an audience score, score is 68. Wow. Hey, you close. got closer to that. I was really one. close to that audience score again. I agree with you. Now, I will say one. there are a minimal number of reviews for this movie. There's only sure. 28. Sure. Because yeah. I don't feel like it's movie critics new. do. It's new, but I don't also feel like they do a ton of, like, not necessary streaming movies, perhaps. Maybe. I, I, Maybe it'll go up, but right they, now... Uh, they do, but on their own time. Yeah. I mean, this is the first original movie for Disney Plus, yeah. so it'll be a big one, I think. Yeah. The first one really like worth looking into. You know, The Lady and the Tramp yeah. thing will be fine, I guess, but I bet that does have more reviews, though, at this point, because people love tearing apart thing that thing. Right? Yeah. All right, well, I will do it next well, week. I'm a little surprised. I thought it would be closer to the 50s, 60s area. Okay, well, um, what is the what, what is Wrong. our So Many Sequels rating um, uh, out of... Five Lady Santas. No, there's only one. Santa. Out of five peppermint gavels. <laughs> I like that. Five peppermint gavels. How many five? How many peppermint gavels do you give this movie? I would give it three and a half out of five. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. Three and a half out of five. I agree. Sweet. I give it three. Wow. Three solid three. Okay. I got to be a little bit more of a Grinch. Yeah. I have a reputation to keep. Yeah. That's All true. right. Even though it's Anna Kendrick, is it? She's the reason it got three. All right. <laughs> you get three okay. just for having Anna Kendrick in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that wraps up this episode of So Many Sequels. We will be back next time with another Christmas movie. I decided I'm not going to tell you. Oh, man. Big surprise it's next Christmas week. gift. But it is David's choice, so Da-da. if that gives you any clues. Until then, you can find us online at SoManySequels.com. Also, search for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are on all of those social media platforms. You can go back um, and listen to all of our old podcasts. You can go back and listen to our Christmas episodes from last year. That would be a great idea for you to do. Uh, Like I told you at the beginning of the show, we covered Home Alone, Santa Claus, Love Actually, and The Christmas Chronicles. All timeless films that are good to listen to again. Yeah, and I listened to them last year. They were actually a lot of fun. Home Alone Mm -hmm. one, I actually saw. You guys all went and saw Home Alone uh, in a cool way. Oh, yes. Uh, which was the, With the, the live the, symphony the, the orchestra. Live symphony orchestra. So they talk about that. If you've ever seen one of these live symphony orchestra, orchestra shows, Ochre shows. Ochre they shows. are pretty fun. Until next time. <laughs> Anybody need to use my iPad? <laughs> ah.